This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Friday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma. And you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for May 14th, episode 2682, brought to you today by our friends at Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. I can't take it anymore. Thank God it's Friday. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. Work all week so that we can eat and own a little piece of God's ground. Pushing papers and pens, red tape never ends. The stress can turn a smile into a frown. I need some horsing around. We haven't heard that one in a long time. Oh, I needed that one today. I don't. Yeah. You, we've both had a week. It's just been a week. It's just... It has. It has. I'll talk a little bit about mine and my daily Winnie, but my God, how? What, what's wrong with you, baby? I just have just business stuff all week and just you know not sleeping. I haven't. Been, I've been doing you this week. Jamie never sleeps, and I just haven't been sleeping well this week. I don't know what's going on, but anyway. Well, let's have some fun on this Friday, shall we? All right, we? let's do that. Uh, well, Bob Baffert hasn't been sleeping much either probably um oh, God. so medina spirit uh, is gonna race tomorrow uh and apparently we still don't have the results of the second test that's starting to bug me by the way it's really starting i don't know why it's bugging me but you get the first test results back in a day and the second test on that particular sample is not back for a week that is crazy. There's something going on there that's uh, not above board, in my opinion. But the longer it goes, the more I... And, of course, we're not going to get the results until the Preakness, overs, the Preakness is over because we can't disqualify Medina Spirit because nobody would watch. So here we go. We'll get the results on Sunday. I promise you that's when we're going to get the results. By the way, post time to, is tomorrow at 6.50. You can watch it on NBC as usual. Now, I have uh, predicted my winners by name, and I have actually a whole scenario to go with my first, second, and third place picks. But okay. You want to run down through the names here quick? Sure. Okay. So we've got in the one hole, we got Ram, Keep Me In Mind, Medina Spirit, Crowded Trade, Midnight Bourbon, Rom Bauer, France Go de Ina, Unbridled Honor, Risk Taking, and Concert Tour. To keep with our theme this year of just picking by names and not really doing much research, I have come up with this. So picture a night out, and your night out starts with a Medina spirit. Like, you know, a mixed drink, that kind of thing over dinner. And then you go on a concert tour. <laughs> and then you finish with some Midnight Bourbon. So there it is. Medina Spirit Concert Tour Midnight Bourbon. A whole night out. Right You're there. really pulling out the uh, the Bob Baffert horses, really. I mean, for the for all the hating you've done on Bob Baffert this I'm week. I'm picking my name. That's just by name. It's It sounds like the perfect night out after being in quarantine for so long. That is two out of three of his horses. Is it Mid really? Medina Spirit and Concert Tour are both his. And I think, I, I think that Medina Spirit's nine to five. Concert Tour is, what's Concert Tour? Five to two. So you also picked two of the favorites. Favorites. <laughs> 
and Midnight Bourbon's five to one. So I picked the top three right there. I would like to just pick the one that, that if I was to adopt this horse when it was done racing, what name would I want? And I like the long shot Ram. <laughs> that would be a fantastic Can name. you believe Ram wasn't taken, by the way? Who knows? I mean, it might have been 26 years ago, but not anymore. Yeah, just as surprising. Whenever you find a three-letter name anymore, it's like, that wasn't taken? Yeah, I'm going to go with Ram. <laughs> there you go. You're going Ram. I'm going Medina Spirit Concert Oh, God, wait. Tour, is Mike Midnight Smith riding Ram? Hold on. Oh, yeah. I don't know who's riding Ram. That's a good question because you can't bet on a Mike Smith horse. It's just yeah. not allowed. <laughs> Who is riding Ram? Uh, that that opened up a whole Google world. I'll have to get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet it did. <laughs> I bet it did. Hey, one other side note before we get started today. And we, we are going to have an auditor on today talking about her COVID pony. As a matter of fact, it's a very special auditor. Uh, but uh, on Tuesday's show, Karen from the Endurance Show, you didn't get to hear this, but she bought a new horse a while back. You probably knew that. Um, she had lost her horse, uh, and then she got a new horse. Well, she she told us on the show that what she had done, get this, is she took her her free money from the government that came last year, uh, her stimulus money, and she put it into cryptocurrency, bitcoins and stuff. Mm-hmm. She opened an account. She bought that horse with the proceeds in less than a year. She bought that horse, and I don't think it was cheap, with the proceeds from her Bitcoin. So, in fact, she got free money from the government, put it into an account with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, and ended up with the horse. So, what do you always say? It's like it was free. In this case, it was, it was free. free. <laughs> exactly right so the other day after the show after the show i said karen okay what well, how do i do this how do i do this bitcoin stuff so i took 125 dollars and put it in bitcoin and yesterday and i made 10 dollars. i'm so excited i'm not going to buy a pony with that yet though i will no. not tell you how much chad has made in bitcoin so far oh is he doing it too yeah, he loves to trade on his phone, and he'll be like, look, I mean, it's insane what is happening in the Bitcoin world. No, I, this well, is not again, an we're not recommending show. Here, right? <laughs> we're not recommending this to anybody. <laughs> but, Way to go, baby. You bought high. You sell low. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny that she ended up buying this horse with Bitcoin. So there you that go. She got in at the right time. It's always about getting in the right time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, today we have, talk about getting in the right time. This particular listener started listening to us at the very beginning. It's legacy listener Rhonda joins us from Canada to tell us all about her COVID horse. We're going to hear about that. We also, I have a question fact of the day, and it involves the Preakness. We have a dogs in the morning, and we chat about rude people who don't ask to pet your animal, and also some really bad ads today as well. So all of that is coming up on today's show. Well, I have uh, two birthdays. Happy birthday to auditors Bethany, Joe McNett, and Andrew Dixon. Happy birthday to the both of you. I I have to add one. Oh, you do? Because we would be in big trouble. I would be in big trouble if I did not send a happy birthday out to Monty Roberts. It's his birthday as well. Oh, really? Today? Today. See, he's not on Facebook. (laughs) 
I didn't see that. <laughs> well, happy birthday, Monty. Do you have a Daily Winnie? I do. Okay. So for those who know, I've been involved with training horses uh, through a grant from the ASPCA for a a rescue organization called Horse and Hound Rescue in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Guthrie is a small town north of Oklahoma City. And I've had these horses and many of our listeners have adopted these awesome off-the-track thoroughbreds. And one of our listeners was going to adopt one of the -the off-the-track thoroughbreds, but did a pre-purchase, and it was determined yesterday that the horse has a fractured splint on its hind leg, on the outside of its hind leg. There was like a weird lump on his leg, so they x-rayed it, which absolutely you should always you know, check out the horse. It's not the purchase price of the horse is the upkeep. Right. So it was determined that this horse is a fractured splint and needs surgery. So all of this paperwork was done. The people obviously opted not to adopt the horse, which is completely understandable considering it's a surgery for a horse. You don't even haven't even met yet. Right. And, um, so I, so I called Nelda And this is just a testament to getting involved with the right people. So we call Nelda and she answers the phone and she knew it was a pre-purchase and she answered the phone. What? I don't want to (laughs) know. God, that poor woman. (laughs) I know. And I said, well, yeah, unfortunately he's got a a fracture. I mean, like they took the x-ray and I was like, oh, wow, that's a broken bone right there. And he was like, yeah, that's, he was like, that's. How's this horse even walking? It is not lame a bit glenn but when huh. you push on it and palpate it 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 is flinchy but it's also a 17 hand three-year-old who i'm holding while i'm picking up its back feet so <laughs> i didn't notice any sort of weird anything when i would touch it but i wasn't you know pushing on it or anything mm. so 17 so, hand a lot of weight on that leg too 17 he is a tick over 17 hands i measured him he's three years old he is just the nicest kindest and the fact that he's not been lame a bit but he needs surgery so you know i call nelda and i tell her that he needs surgery and i'm like what's gonna happen you know because i mean that's a lot of money and and so i said maybe organization i mean yeah 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 and so i said well maybe you know you can get the old owners to pony up some cash the people that donate him. She tried that. No. So why do you think we I, gave him to you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, maybe, and maybe that's it. And maybe it wasn't, who knows? But I said to her, okay, um, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable continuing to ride him. If he's, she's like, absolutely not Just bring him back. She calls me later. She's like, surgery is scheduled for Tuesday. Can you take him to the equine hospital Monday night? And I'm like, Did you, who's paying uh, yeah, for that's, surgery? That's my, that's my question. The rescue. She is. She's paying for it out of her own pocket. She's like, he's three. He's wonderful. He deserves a chance. Good Lord. How does she stay in business, this woman? <laughs> She's so Well, kind. I mean, it, it, it's that, that's a testament to being involved with the right people, you know, because she's like, this horse needs a chance. And he, he doesn't have a chance if he doesn't get the surgery. So what because, will they do? Will they put a plate in or something? So what this, the guy who did the pre-purchase said that what he would do is put a screw in. Yeah, okay. And and screw sense. it down. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm no surgeon. You know, I don't know anything about it. And and so the, the wonderful thing is that the people who did the pre-purchase donated 
all of the findings and radiographs and everything so that she doesn't have to pay for them all over again, which is super nice and just super uh, awesome that somebody would do that. Um, because they own the person that pays for the pre-purchase owns the pre-purchase. So we didn't own the pre-purchase for this horse and all these x-rays that they took. So they're going to, they've already sent the x-rays. Surgery is scheduled for Tuesday morning. And I'm just so proud to be involved with an organization like that, that puts the horse first and we'll figure it out. But, and I know who this person was that, uh, is, is, uh, our listener and, uh, I'm sure he understands too. What's going on? Uh, it was it was it was devastating for for me for the horse for the person doing the pre purchase for the the yeah. organization. I mean, all of us are just crushed because he is such a lovely horse, and the fact that he's been I've been riding him around and he's been so calm and so chill and like has a broken bone. What's the, so? What's the prognosis after? Oh, he should be fine. Would he be able to be ride fine. and do all yeah, that. yeah yeah yeah. But he wouldn't because what this vet said was as this grows and calcifies, he's like, my worry is that it's going to start to interfere with the suspensory ligament. Mm. And that is definitely a big fear. So I don't know. We, we've contacted the, the the best surgeon in Oklahoma is Dr. Major up at Oak Ridge Equine. And he is like world renowned surgeon. Yeah. In Oklahoma. I know it's crazy. Um, and he's going to <laughs> you do be, have horses there. <laughs> there are lots of horses here in Oklahoma. So he's going to be doing the surgery Tuesday morning. So I'm just really, really pleased. And, um, I wanted to tell you that, you know, you know, all the auditor fees that we, you know, when the auditors donate money, we get a portion of it. And I want you to take my portion and donate it to horse and hound. And if anybody else is, is willing, I can certainly start a, a, a fundraiser or anything to get, to get midnight Murphy, his splint surgery, because I know it's, it's probably going to be $3,000 and, and, and least. that is just a big thing for a rescue. So, um, I would like to do that if you don't mind and, um, use the auditor money, uh, that, that I get to, to, to give to, to that rescue. And, um, I'm just, like I said, I'm just really proud of, of the people who were pre-purchasing it to, to donate that and to, uh, the, in the rescue and Nelda kettles up at horse and hound to just immediately. I mean, she didn't even blink. She hadn't even seen the horse yet. I just told, I just called her and told her and she immediately called and scheduled the surgery. So hmm. pretty, pretty cool. But it's been a, it's been a, it's been a heck of a week. And you'll hear more about a, a different situation in the auditor post show. So, yeah, and, and you I even might asked get a if Jennifer salty. could join us for that. So yeah, that must be I need, really good. I need Jennifer. <laughs> All right, let's hear from our title sponsor, Kentucky Performance Products. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. Spring is here, and so are pastures full of luscious green grass. Spring grass is high in vitamins, minerals, and sugar. Most horses have little problem adjusting to the changing sugar levels found in spring pasture, but for at-risk horses, grazing on sugary grass can lead to big problems such as colic or laminitis. By paying attention to daily temperatures and following a couple of simple rules, you can limit your horse's access to such sugar-laden grasses. 
In the spring and fall of the year, limit grazing or stop it completely when daytime temperatures are warm and nighttime temperatures are below 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Under these conditions, the grass produces sugar during the day and it stores it in its leaves. At night, the plant transfers the stored up sugars to the roots and stems to fuel the growth. If the evening temperatures are cold, the grass will not make that transfer and all of the sugar will remain in the leaves where it is readily available to your horse. In the summer when days are sunny and nights are warm, it is safe to allow grazing in the early morning hours, but it should be restricted late in the afternoon or evening. This is because most of the sugar that was produced the previous day has been used for growth overnight. Therefore, the level of sugar in the leaves is low in the morning. But as the day progresses, the grass once again accumulates sugar in its leaves in preparation for nighttime growth. So later in the day, the more sugar-packed leaves become. Because grass is a great source of essential vitamin E, horses that are restricted from grazing, especially easy keepers and horses in hard work, may develop vitamin E deficiencies. Lack of vitamin E can result in sore, stiff muscles and neurological problems. Elevate Maintenance Powder from Kentucky Performance Products is an affordable way to provide your horse with the vitamin E missing from his diet. Each scoop provides 1,000 international units of natural vitamin E, and natural vitamin E is absorbed and retained in the tissues at a much greater rate than the synthetic vitamin E found in many feeds and supplements. Best of all, when you choose a Kentucky Performance Product supplement, you get a 100% satisfaction guarantee. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. I'm pleased to welcome to the show Rhonda Crabtree from Canada, and uh, we are going to talk about her new COVID pony. Hi, Rhonda. Hi, how are you? Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. And I mean, what could be better than to wake up and, and talk about your, your horse. So <laughs> congratulations <laughs> on getting Ani fire to the family. Tell us a little bit about her. Um, well, she actually was born right at my farm. Um, she's one of my coaches horses that she bred for herself, but she didn't grow enough. So my coach is about six feet tall, so she always likes the 17-hand ones, and Annie only got to be 16 hands. So she was for sale, and um, I I had always just thought, oh, too nice a horse for me to, um, oh, and there's the dog barking on cue, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, like that she would just be, you know, out of my reach, and I didn't think about it, and then some people actually started to come and look at her and I heard about that and I thought, well, if other amateurs are trying her, maybe I should be trying her because I was driving to Ottawa and other places looking for horses. So I asked if I could try her and if that would be a bad idea. And my coach said, no, you can try her. And it turned out that she was lovely and quiet and um, like a great adult amateur horse. So tell everybody what you do. What is your sport sport of choice? I do dressage. Okay. I have got to third level with um, Obi. So we've got a theme going, Obi and Annie, both keeping the husband happy with the Star Wars name. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so yeah, I got to third level with Obi, but he's 22 now, and and uh, we've decided that he needs. He's not going to retire. He's still going to be doing the third level work pretty much, but um, we need to think about transition. Gotcha. So get the get the another uh, get another one in the wings coming up. So as far as Ani goes, I, I can't pretend to know. I'm sorry. Don't hate me. I don't know Star Wars names, but I do know that that is genius because. Again, I let my right? husband name everything because then he'll like them more. You know, like we had a exactly. Jack Daniels and now I let, you know, the, uh, everything is a Marvel character here on my farm. So um, good on you. Well done, friend, for having, yep. having names yep. here. Well, Isn't it crazy her, that they do like them better? Well, her name was Annie spelt regularly. And then Jason said, well, well maybe we should spell it A-N-I for Anakin and I'm like, okay, done. Done. <laughs> done. Yes. By the way, Not Anakin needs some veterinary care. Oh, yes, please. It's Anakin. Take care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's fantastic. So where? So she came from your trainer's place. How old is she? What color is she? What does she look like? She is five. She is um, a chestnut mare. Yay. <laughs> um, I, I was shopping for an eight year old gelding, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> whatever works. Yeah. And, uh, so she's still in training with my coach cause I, I am not qualified to teach a horse dressage at the age of five. Um, so it's best that she learns that she doesn't learn bad habits right now. So I ride her a couple times a week after my coach has ridden her and we can learn all our good habits together. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, we're so pleased for you. Congratulations. Um, I know you're in Canada. Where are you now? And what is the weather? That is the main question. <laughs> I am just outside Toronto. And it actually, the last two days, it's finally kind of spring. It was um, about 20 degrees. I, I don't know the translation. Um Maybe that might be close to 70. Okay. Um, so it's, it's finally nice. Um, but yeah, it's been a cool spring. Definitely. Gotcha. Love it. Well, I'm glad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 20 degrees Celsius is uh, 68 degrees Fahrenheit. So that's quite lovely. Um, congratulations on your new pony. And um, I can't wait to see you out and about competing. Okay. Thank you. Coach Jen here, HRN Chaos Control Officer and host of the Horse Tip Daily Show here on Horse Radio Network. Longtime Horse Radio Network fans know that I'm a big fan of Wintech saddles. I've been riding in them for about 20 years now. Whether I'm eventing, showing in dressage, or fox hunting, or hitting the trail at an endurance competition, I know my saddle fits my horse and it's going to hold up to the toughest conditions and look great doing it. You may be wondering exactly which saddle do I use for this varied group of disciplines? Well, WinTech makes saddles for every discipline. That's how. I have several. And WinTech doesn't sit on their laurels. Range, so head out to your local tax store and have a sit-in one. Or you can contact your favorite online retailer, arrange a test ride, or check them out online at wintechsaddles.us. And now it's time for today's equestrian, who knew, fact of the day. 
That's right. It is time for my fact of the day. And of course, we have to have some facts about Pimlico Race Course and the Preakness. So Pimlico Racecourse was first opened in 1870 in Baltimore. It's the second oldest racetrack in the country behind Saratoga Racecourse at Saratoga Springs, New York. And uh, now they're talking about moving the Preakness out of there, but so far it's still there. Uh, Calumet Farm is the owner with the most wins at seven. And in the 144-year history of the Preakness, only five fillies have won including Rachel Alexandra, in the year before we started the show, 2009. Uh, before her, it was Nellie Morse in 1924. There was an 85-year gap in girls winning the race. 85 years till another wow. girl won the race. 14 Preakness winners had names that start with the letter S. We had the first winner in 1873 with Survivor, and then we had Triple Crown winners Sir Barton, Secretariat, Seattle Sluice, and then Smarty Jones, who holds the record for the greatest winning margin of 11 and a half lengths. And that was, believe it or not, Smarty Jones was in 2004. God, I loved him. I, I'm still, I still follow the Facebook page that says Smarty Jones for President. Doesn't that seem like yesterday, 2004? I know, we're getting uh, old. Secretariat still holds the fastest race. Now, it wasn't really it wasn't really confirmed until 2012 because the Maryland Raising Commission used different timing technology. So they they finally in 2012 said that he ran it in 153 instead of 153.4. So that gave him the record, and so he has the record for all the Triple Crown races at this point. I don't know. Is anybody ever going to go faster than that? We always say that, and then somebody does. But Well, I, I know a couple have gotten close to his derby time, but nobody's nobody's bested it. And I do know that was one of Penny Chenery's kind of final things she did before she passed was she that was a big thing to her. She really wanted them to revisit it now with the change. And, and then she he got it. He got it. Yep, that's right. So the Preakness Trophy is the Woodlawn Vase, and it's considered the most valuable trophy in all of sports, not just racing. It was crafted by Tiffany and Company and has an estimated value in 1983 of a million dollars, which in today's money is about $4 million to replace it. Do you know why it's named the Woodlawn Vase? I don't. Because during the Civil War, it was buried at Woodlawn Farm in Kentucky so that the Confederate Army wouldn't get it and melt it down for bullets. Oh, my God. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's how it got its name. So this, this trophy has some history here. Um, and, of course, the Black-Eyed Susan is the official drink of the Preakness Steaks. And, you know, I, every year we talk about this, and every year I forget exactly what's in it. But if I had one of these right now, I think I'd be sleeping the rest of the day. Um, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it has one and a half ounces of effin vodka, and that's E-F-F-E-N -E -E vodka. Uh, one ounce of Maker Mark's bourbon, two ounces of orange juice, two ounces of sour mix, and an or orange garnish. Vodka and bourbon. Yep, I <laughs> would take many of those to put me under. Uh, but that's okay. the official drink. Is Let's see, I'm trying to see... I mean, t obviously, top shelf would be uh, the Maker's Mark. You know, that's a pretty good thing. But I'm trying to find out who makes F and Vodka. Um, I don't know if I've ever heard of F and Vodka. Do you know who has a partnership with F and Vodka? No. It's 50, 50 Cent. Really? <laughs> F and is to be said, quote, the only vodka created by bartenders for bartenders. 
Uh, the bartenders, <laughs> I know, they're sloshing. Some I didn't know stuff Fifty Cent was move. a bartender. He he got involved in the liquor business. Oh, some all these celebrities that got involved in the liquor business did pretty well. <laughs> okay, according to sources, 50, 50 Cent just reportedly sold his minority stake in F and vodka for sixty million dollars. Oh, there you go. That's not too bad. That was in twenty seventeen, though, so maybe it's wrong. <laughs> that is not too shabby. Good job. Not that we need to buy into a, instead of Bitcoin, we need to buy into a vodka company. No kidding. It's not that expensive. No, it isn't F and vodka. No, like one liter of it is $19. I think not Maker's liter, Mark like will cost those... you more than that. <laughs> I think the bourbon's going to cost you more than that. Well, there you go. Two and a half ounces of liquor to your two ounces of orange juice. Oh, and two ounces of sour, sour mix. We're going to have that. But there you go. That's what you can make tomorrow night as you're watching the race. And uh, you will not be seeing a certain trainer there because he's decided he better not go. Show Are you face. serious? Oh, no, he's not he's, going. Oh, no, he he's said he's not, not going. going. Oh, he's got he's three not, horses. No, he's not going. He said he better not show up. It would take away from the race if he showed up. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it would definitely do that. All right. Let's, By the uh, way, you can buy effing vodka at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> you can <laughs> let's go next to our sponsor of really bad ads for this week and that's our dogs in the morning segment brought to you by the dog podcast network dogs in the morning Time for our next episode of Dogs in the Morning, and I have James here. How are you, James? I am great. Good to talk to you this morning. And, of course, James is the founder of the Dog Podcast Network and host of one of their terrific shows over there called Dog Edition. And what are we talking about this time? Well, this week we dropped an episode. Dropped. Don't you love that term? I wonder what, wonder what the what, you know where that came from. We drop an episode we as deal opposed with a to lot of release. droppings over here in the horse radio network. <laughs> so. yeah, they're a lot smaller in the dog world, but there's still a lot of things with you know. But you don't have to. You don't have plastic bags. You got to deal with. So yeah, we, we dropped an episode uh, that um, I can't really say the name of. It's called "Don't Pet My Dog," and it's about. Um, and we, we bleep it because we can't say those words, but it has a lot of stars in it. And uh, it, it was one of the stories on the show focused on how people just feel they have total latitude to go up and pet people's dogs without asking. It happens all the time. And you know what? It happens with people's horses, too. And we hate it with horses as well. Yeah, just go pet the horse, give the horse some food just because, you know, yeah. you can. Right. Uh, yeah, people, uh, people, oh, I'm such a horse person. I'm such a dog person. I just know that it would be okay. Uh, so my co-host is one of those people, unfortunately. And I think we, we found someone who finally was able to articulate it. Uh, she wrote this blog post, don't pet my mm, dog. And, uh, so she's, she's one of the guests on this week's dog edition. Why you people do feel like they have the right. You're walking your dog. Now the polite, mm. the smart ones who I think are good dog owners will ask. Mm. I think the good dog owners will ask before they do, and then there's everybody else. And not necessarily like a presumptive sale, like, you know, if I touch your dog, you you know, it's like, it's like, may I, Uh, it is, it is really annoying. I live in a tourist location and there are people who are like, miss their dogs. And so they come up to me on the beach and they're like, oh, 
and, and they just start and the our dogs don't like it and so it's just good courtesy to ask permission before you pet someone's dog or, or someone's horse or, Plus you might or someone. <laughs> yeah, it could, it could be, it could, you could be bad uh, in many ways. Right. Yeah, exactly. So that, well, that is a great topic. That is a great topic because it happens all the time. We have people that will stop alongside the road, get out to pet horses over the fence. You don't know what that horse is like. It could be a stallion that hates all people. You know, you don't know. It's just, it is crazy. Uh, but I'm such a person. I love them. They love me. No, nah. Mm-mm. So just ask. So we, we talk about that. And then uh, we have another story where we talk to a gentleman in London named Barry Caracostas, who used to be in the restaurant business. And he dealt with all the things that restaurant people deal with, you know, maybe a little too much to drink and drugs. And he, his life was kind of, um, in the dumps there and his wife gave him an ultimatum you got to clean this up and here's how you're going to clean this up you're going to start taking care of the dog all the time and so he had this uh this this dog and the fact that he had to go back and take care of the dog every day meant that he wasn't carousing late at night and coming home at like five in the morning and that dog transformed him because he started running with the dog to get rid of some of its excess energy and then in the course of running through a park in london Someone asked Barry, well, would you like to buy my dog walking business? He ended up doing that and then became a very famous dog entrepreneur in in the UK (laughs) because all these celebrities paid him to jog through Kensington Gardens and these other big parks in London with their dogs. (laughs) It's, you know, it's just, it's like one of the, and it's like all the tabloids in London love that stuff. So yeah, from alcoholic he, to dog dog jogger. <laughs> all be, and so the dog really changed his life, and now he's opened up this posh dog hotel uh, called Urban Mutts, and you can like Urban it's Mutts, like super that. super shishi. And he talks about the difference between urban dogs and like country dogs, and because you know if you if you're in London or New York or a place like that, the dogs have a very different expectation. So it's it's pretty funny. That sounds great. I can't wait to hear that one. And where do people find it? Uh, well, wherever you get your podcast, the name of the show is Dog Edition. You can go directly to our website, dogedition.com, and uh, listen to all the back episodes. And of course, we're supposed to say follow us, right? We don't we don't say subscribe anymore in the podcast. We're follow us on on uh, your favorite app, so you always have it. It drops every drops every Tuesday. No 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 uh, doggy do bag necessary. Um, if you just put it in your if you subscribe, I'm well, sorry, follow. <laughs> That's terrific. Uh, Thank you for joining us again. Dog Edition on the Dog Podcast Network. Pay it. I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. 
That's right. It is time for really bad ads. That time of the week when listeners submit uh, ads from Facebook or Craigslist, and we just have a little bit of fun with them. And thanks to Horselovers.com. Go there for all of your horsey needs or all of your needs as a rider. Either way, they have. Provided. I just did that. Just did, did oh my god! What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get? Um, so I have this filly here in training and I put a bridle on her just to get her used to it. And I use this very specific starter bridle. It's just, it's a Western bridle with just the like loop around the top that, atta- that clips onto the bit. And I went to horse lovers five ninety nine. <laughs> they had them for five ninety nine. So I was like, I need, and this is the second time it's been broken by a horse in the stall. So I was like, mm, I'll take three. Thank you. <laughs> and they're not, I ended up getting the, um, synthetic ones. So th- that's what they were $5. And I'm like, great. That's perfect. They don't need to be pretty there or whatever. The, and, and actually ended up getting like, uh, there's like a cheetah print one. <laughs> so you're going to see some awesome new bridles on my Facebook feed when, when I'm training in horses. Very good. Well, let's tell us, tell everybody about some of the prizes that they can win this month. All right. Well, this month, the Rambo, Rambo Natura Summer Sheet. The Rambo Natura Shum, Summer Sheet offers superior protection from coat-fading UV rays and insects. It's made with an outer fabric to provide an excellent breathability and coverage from the sun. The cut makes it particularly suitable for broader horses as it offers an ultimate in shoulder freedom and movement due to the patented split technology. And your second prize that you can win this month is a $150 gift certificate for Gatsby Nylon Products. And you can choose from halters, grooming totes, trailer ties, and so much more. Any of the Gatsby Nylon Products, you get to pick $150 worth. I think I got some Gatsby products, too. So, I, you know, I always have bell boots and it doesn't matter if you spend a lot or a little on bell boots because they're going to get ripped off (laughs) (laughs) and i hate the pull-on ones i'm sorry i'm just not good enough to do that so i ended up buying that and then they had that whole like well you're not putting pull-on boots on a 17 hand horse that's 10 times taller than you are (laughs) definitely not but they were like if you spend 49 more dollars free shipping and i'm like well challenge accepted (laughs) Uh, the third prize is the hug fly sheet and fly mask the Abrezzo hug fly sheet and lightweight fly sheet with the hug closure system, biaser singles, removable leg straps, and a tail flap. This design allows them to eat and graze without the blanket binding and minimizes shoulder rubs or wither pressure that is often caused by traditional styled blankets. Oh, you and can I have find a price now too on that. Oh, how much? It's $60 value. $60 value. You can go to horselovers.com, horselovers with a Z.com to get these prizes. Thank you, horse lovers. Very good. Well, uh, these are the people who are entered into the prize drawing because they submitted ads. No vocal ads this time. Nobody oh, recorded on, their people. own. Come on, people. With people. We got to work today. We do this and have you record it and give you double the credit so we don't have to work on a Friday. That's the idea. Mm-hmm. But now they're making us do this. Michelle sent this one in. Indiana Horse and Tack Facebook group. Mare with mild buddy sour issues needs loving home. 17 years and 17 hands. Very nice mare. We were told she has been used as a trail horse for the past few years. Oh, and now there's an edit. You know how people write edit in capital letters? <laughs> edit. Yeah. Well, this is the edit. We have not ridden her. Do not contact us with more questions. Only reply if you want to buy her. Thank you. 
Um, by the way, you must determine whether you're going to buy her off of a photo that is about pointing from the back third you of her. You see her butt. That's pretty much- I don't even see her face. <laughs> you can't even see the right front. It's hidden between behind the left front. Yeah, it's a it's a that's amazing photo. And the next one is also an amazing photo. Debbie sent this one in and the title is Thoroughbred Mare. And this is an Ocala. Thoroughbred Mare, three years old, 15 hands, registered papers in hand, call Julio. Can you describe the photo, Glenn? It is a very, very very blurry photo of a maybe a horse be maybe beaten rid by a human that has a pinkish shirt on. It's like if you took a bunch of Vaseline and you covered your camera that's, lens that's with good. it that's and good. then that's you snapped exactly. a picture. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. You think okay. for $2,500 we could take a real picture, but no. I mean, come on, Julio, get it together. <laughs> Faye sent the next one in. This is Central Georgia Horse Facebook page, okay? Uh, it's a Central Georgia Horse something. Um, so it's in Central Georgia. And we know how they talk in Georgia because I'm from there. And y'all know I can make fun of Southern accents. How do you I, say the name of, of the person that actually actually wrote the ad? Is it Davia? Davia? Davia. Anyway, they blocked out the last name, so it doesn't even matter. But Pint Mare, 13 years old. Nice markings, as you can see. Loads and rides totally fine. And we'll need some groceries. All exclamation points. <laughs> she is nice all around. Sound mine. My kids rider. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five exclamation points after that. If you cannot ride her, get a stick horse. Hawkins <laughs> <laughs> is up to date, located in Crawford, Georgia. 15 hands or closer to 15 hands. <laughs> If you can't ride this dang horse, you better get your stuff a stick, stick horse. Because as you can see, she's got pretty markings and she looks real good and real nice. And by the way, she's got a sound mind and she's really good. But yeah, she's a little skinny. She needs some food. <laughs> by the way, this picture isn't much better. So we have a picture of the side of the horse from a distance at a round bale. And it kind of has its head cocked. What are these people thinking when they take these it pictures? Is- the horse is like mid getting a fly off its leg. Like, just can you hold the horse, take a picture, like nice confirmation, whatever. But no. you know what, Glenn, you can see the dang markings on the side and you can see she's a nice horse. I don't know what she want. Okay. I mean, my God, you want to look at her legs? You come out and see her and I'm only going to answer questions if you're here to buy. That's right. And bring your stick horse. Uh, Ellen sent this one. <laughs> I'll trade you stick horse for this horse because my kids can't ride. Who wants a free mini mule? Oh, if you're being offered a free mini mule, run the other way. Okay, here we go. Who wants a free mini mule? He's coming back to us. He either finally offed his owners or or they are rocking themselves calm in a corner somewhere. He isn't my biggest fan. He needs a mini mule whisperer. Considering the fact that I've tried and failed to make him love me in the past, a mini mule whisperer I am not. Let's blame me. It's not him, it's me. He could be a peach with you. He's cute. He's so cute. I will post new pics of him soon. Don't be fooled, though. During one of our last interactions, he double-barreled me with insane speed and left me with bruised upper thighs, way past upper thighs. Oh, God. Wow. On another occasion, he put me in a wrist splint for two months. 
I am not the handiest cowboy out there, but I am no chump. So <laughs> so if you're not as athletic, cunning, stupid, brave, stubborn, delusional as me, scroll on. This ain't your baby Bronco. He will cost you not one penny. I'll deliver. <laughs> Get this mini mule out of here. <laughs> Oh God! Okay, <laughs> Carrie. Carrie sent me this one, and I said, "You please, for the love of God, for all that is holy, please email this to Jennifer at Horse Radio Network." It's a long one. It's so worth it. Hang in there. Okay, everybody, okay. sit down. This is this is um. I didn't important. even read it. Was so long. <laughs> sheep available. If you saw the pictures of these sheep and you thought how lovely it would be to have them grazing in your field, then just keep scrolling, friend. This post is not for you. If, however, you are an experienced sheep owner, an exorcist, or both, then please keep scrolling or keep reading. I bought this pair of Shetland sheep two years ago because they were cute. Yes, I freely admit this is the last reason one should ever buy an animal. I did not adequately research them. I have goats and thought keeping sheep will be similar. I was so wrong. I knew the diet was different. No copper for these sheep. Graze, not browse. Regular worming and shearing. They are both due on the latter. <laughs> the ewe's name is Pearl. She's skittish and sweet. The ram's name is Argyle. He has a very distinctive voice. Glenn, repeat after me. Say ba. Ba. No, lower. Ba. No, lower than that. Ba. Say bah, like it's coming from some dark, twisted place in your soul that neither light nor love can touch. Bah. Yes. <laughs> That's it. That's what he sounds like. Argyle thinks about murder all day, every day. If I had a dime for the number of times he tried to ram me, I would have roughly $2.30. <laughs> I have used various implements to fight him off, and this is the only reason my legs aren't broken yet. A bad day for Argyle is when I don't come into the pen. On those days, he stands and stares at me with his blank, soulless eyes, <laughs> bleats his guttural bleat, and then proceeds to destroy things in the pasture. <laughs> There was a huge stack of logs for the sheep to climb on. He scattered them asunder. <laughs> there was a little house. Was. He knocked the walls out of it. Oh, my God. This two days an ago, exorcist. <laughs> two days ago, I said, hello, Argyle. And he glared at me for a moment before proceeding to rage butt the nearest pine tree over and over. Oh and God. this went on for half the morning. Regardless. Argyle is either frustrated or insane. I'm going insane have, there. I'm, go, I'm going insane. <laughs> and I have decided to stick to goats. Goats have their own eccentricities, but at least I know how to handle them. So I'm seeking a new home for these sheep. I would really prefer that Argyle not be slaughtered. Trust me, if I wanted Argyle dead, I'd have done it myself. <laughs> I'm sure there I'm are people thinking maybe they here. should have, to be honest. <laughs> I'm sure there are people here who know something about Ram management who can give them a happy home. 
They both need to be sheared. So if someone reading this keeps sheep or weaves, then there's a lot of wool on these guys. <laughs> Although I'm not sure how usable it is. Maybe if you like needle felting, you could make a toy sheep that won't destroy everything. <laughs> I'm asking 275 for the pair. Serious inquiries only. <laughs> That's so creepy. Stop it. <laughs> No, lower. I that think was, I didn't make that up. You can I send your hate it. mail to Jennifer at horseradionetwork.com, but I think I probably would have shot this one. <laughs> <I think I'm laughs> it sounds demented. This one sounds like it's possessed. Either that or call the priest. Uh, Rach, <laughs> Say ba like it's coming from some dark, <laughs> twisted place in your soul that neither light nor love can touch. <laughs> Our gal thinks about murder. God, this, all day, we have we always day. have a theme, and today's theme is the animals are trying to kill us. Yeah, uh, Rachel sent this one in, and this trailer trailer will try and kill you. Trust me, or anything in it. Uh, Rachel sent this one. It's a trailer. It's located in Darnadell, Arkansas. Might trade for good using Geldens. That's right. He wants using Geldens. I need a good using Geldens. <laughs> this is, trailer is unique. It's not one we've ever seen before. And this that's saying something thing. after the last 10 years. This one has an, it kind of an enclosed front. And it's kind of that half-rounded front. But it's longer than usual. And it has roof on half of it. And then the other half is all open, made with panels that looks like they're from a round pen. And it's all convertible. <laughs> it's it's crazy looking thing. I and it's wrecked just on the top. Like they went under an overpass that was too short. Um, <laughs> yes. So, so yeah, it's a rounded two horse normal trailer on the front. And then there's like an extension of just like a truck bed. Made with round with pan panels. Round pan panels. Yeah. And then, and then it looks like it maybe was a two axle and one of them fell off, and now it's a one axle because there's a space for another axle, but it's empty. <laughs> so, my God, you're right. It's you missing go. an entire axle. <laughs> that one broke off when he hit the roof. <laughs> oh, the next one's not much better. <laughs> no, this next one, fantastic. Uh, 1978 Miley two horse trailer needs tongue welded to frame, and they want $1,750. Oh <laughs> The title, the uh, the article, the, the ad says, Handyman Special, two-horse trailer, fixer-upper, or parts trailer, new tires, clear title. How come this one has a clear title? Yeah. <laughs> one side of the tongue of the trailer broke by the frame and needs welding, possible delivery. We'll need a forklift or other equipment to unload it. Why? Because it is wrecked. <laughs> it is completely wrecked. It is it's on a flatbed. And God, pray for the horse that was in this trailer during the thing. No soul. You're not allowed to have a soul and really bad ads, but somebody got hurt. Yeah, this whole trailer is sitting on its side because the whole front of it collapsed, it's, which means the whole bottom of the trailer is completely rusted out. That's what that means. They only do this for one reason, and that's it rusted so bad it fell apart. Uh, yeah. 17 But the wheels 50. are new. The wheels are new. Don't you know, just that. pulled the tires off, sell them things. Yeah. <laughs> Katie sent the next one in. Barrel horses for sale in Connecticut, New York, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania only Facebook group. Could they add any more states? Why don't you just have the whole country? <laughs> Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California. Usually it's one California. state. This is all the states. Uh, Taser. Great name for a horse, by the way. Taser is a 15-year-old Bay AQHA registered gelding. He is 15.1 hands and fast. I'm only selling him because he is too perfect for me. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> and I just got a new project that I love. Taser does need hawk injections. Hawk, H-A-W-A injections. He needs hawk injections. Like the bird. H-A-W-K injections, yes. He needs hawk injections. Okay, so recently I was on grab yourself a hawk and shove him in there. (laughs) I was on the sales and breeding episode because I have uh, imported a horse for client and and Kayla wanted to talk to me about buying and selling and things. So uh, she said, what are some things that you go over? And I always ask if I'm looking at a horse to buy. The one question, you guys get a pen, right? Actually, you'll probably be smart enough to remember this. Uh, The one question I ask everybody is, what is the worst thing about this horse? Like, what is the worst thing about this horse? Because they're selling him. They don't love everything about him. And it could be, you know what? I... He drives me crazy at feeding time. He paws when he eats or he bites or he does this or he does that. No horse is ever. And so if somebody answers the question, um, nothing, he is like so perfect. There's nothing wrong with him. Run. They're lying because every horse has a thing. I sold Zara. And, and the worst thing about Zara to me is that she just wouldn't get out of my face. She just like... If you were in the field, she'd come up to you. She, you, she's like, she just loves people and she just loved you. And she put her nose in your face and I'm just like, cut away. But I was like, this is an adult amateur's dream because she is so affectionate, but it made me crazy. And also she pawed when she ate. So those were like the, the two things that were bad about Zara. Uh, but this is when you say, I'm only selling him because he's too perfect. You, my friend, are telling a lie. Would you agree? He is just too perfect. He's too perfect for me. How do you get um, too perfect? But inject his hawks. <laughs> yeah, except for that little problem that happens every six months. Hawk yeah. injections. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie spent the, sent the last one in, and this is an all-around horse for $20 in Bozeman, which is Montana. A seven-year-old AQHA bloodline proven to excel as performance horses. At, wait, a seven... Seven-year-old AQHA bloodline proven to excel as a performance horses. If you are needing a cow horse to show or breakaway horse to rodeo on, take a look at this mare. She has earnings in both events and is a super athlete. She scores and stops and will get after one. If you are a serious buyer and 20K is not a problem, please call. Oh, it's not $20. It's not $20. I was thinking this is a really cheap, excellent horse right here. Yeah, she's <laughs> perfect. There's nothing wrong with her. <laughs> so she scores and stops and will get after one. She can get after one. She can get after that cow. Ah, Watch out. Gotcha. Okay, good. Yeah. I, was think, I was thinking something else that wasn't po- pleasant. You so. didn't live in Arizona yeah. as long as I do. <laughs> I did. No, I didn't. <laughs> Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for submitting the ads. Everybody that submitted ads, including those that didn't get uh, read on the air today, Kelly, Amy, Jen, and Allison, you all are entered into the drawing. You can send your ads to Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Jamie and I are ready to be done with the week, but not before we do a post-show for the auditors. So auditors, hang on, and we'll get to you in just a second. And I think Jennifer is going to be joining us in the post-show by special request of Jamie, so this must be good. Uh, So we'll get to you all in a second, and we'll be back next week with a whole bunch of new shows. Have a terrific weekend, everybody. Bay, neuter, and gallop, you guys. 